Welcome to Level Up with Dave, the podcast designed for anyone that is interested in daily personal growth. I, of course, am your host, David Estes. Please hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode again. And just a reminder to check out last week's episode where we discussed the power of making a decision and how that decision can instantly change your life. And I'm really excited to hear about how you've been able to apply that to your daily life. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the main daily stressors of life, also known as the three T's, thoughts, traumas, and toxins. I'm really excited for this episode and this topic because as a chiropractor, I get to discuss these three stressors that most people encounter. Uh, And then, of course, we dive into their history and and really finding out the cause of where they come from and what we can do. Uh, These are the three major and daily stressors of life in today's society. And unless you're a Buddhist monk living on top of a beautiful mountain somewhere way up high in the sky, you're a victim to these stressors as well. So we'll dive into what these stressors are, examples of each of them, and of course, different ways to try and minimize the stressors themselves, or how you can allow your body to not hold on to these stressors once they do inevitably affect you. I actually get to have these conversations regarding this topic, like I mentioned, through chiropractic with my patients. And one of the things that we talk about is that these stressors can and usually do have a severe effect on your nervous system as they create what are called subluxations. And when you break down that word subluxation, so it's a partial dislocation, which is throughout your spine. It could happen in any one of the regions of the spine. And once a bone or a vertebrae is misaligned, it puts pressure not only on your spinal cord and on the nerves that exit out of the spinal cord, but it then also affects your entire nervous system because your nervous system starts with the brain and the spinal cord. And that is the central nervous system to be exact. So of course, when you have subluxations due to these stressors, it can not only create pain and discomfort in your body, but it can just create a lot of different traumas and left untreated, of course, can become serious issues down the road because your nervous system controls not only your muscles, but it also controls your organs and your organs are pretty vital, which is why they're called vital organs. So let's go through each of these three T's individually first so that they are well-defined for you. We'll do some examples and then, of course, discuss ways to easily combat these stressors. Well, I shouldn't say easily, but ways to combat these stressors so that you allow them to affect you less than they maybe currently are. So let's start with thoughts, also known as mental, right? This is usually an outside source that affects your mind only because you allow it to, and we're human beings, so it happens. So some of the most common examples, number one, this is a huge one, driving. Why is it a huge one? It's most people commute to work, and the average commute to and from work is currently 55 minutes per day. So that's a lot of opportunity for different stressors. So some of these, of course, are traffic, accidents, driving on the road, hitting every single red light, and you're already late to work. And now you have to get gas and there's no gas station in sight while you're still stuck in that traffic that we talked about before. And now you just received a phone call from someone that you owe money to all while someone just cut you off, causing you to road rage and give them the finger while yelling at that person that you owe money to. There's road construction blocks and then suddenly a car breaks down or maybe it's your car that breaks down. It's 117 degrees outside. The AC is not working. Oh, and you have your screaming baby in the back who is hungry 
and now you got a flat tire. You guys get the idea. I'm stressed just saying and thinking about all this. This topic is so big that there's actually just a show that came out a few months ago on Netflix, and it's a called Beef. It's an awesome show. And the premise is that two strangers get into a road rage incident in a parking lot, which ends up bringing over-the-top chaos into both their lives. Definitely worth checking out if you're looking for a good show to binge. But I digress. Number two, financial stress. This is another big one that most people encounter at one point or another. Worrying about money, worrying about debt. According to a February 2022 study done by the American Psychological Association, 65% of respondents said that money is a big source of stress. 65%, you guys, that's a lot. Number three, we have relationships. This ranges from romantic relationships to relationships with family members, friends, coworkers. And actually, speaking of coworkers, number four, jobs. People do not like their jobs. According to a recent article posted on LinkedIn, statistics show that more than 70% of nine to five workers are unhappy at their jobs, with most of them looking forward to the close of each day and their paycheck. A global poll was also conducted by Gallup and it uncovered that out of the world's 1 billion full-time workers, only 15% of people are engaged at work, leaving a significant 85% that are unhappy at their jobs and they're the ones that are just sitting there scrolling their phones, scrolling social media, and just burning the time and waiting for things to finish so that they can go home. So, all right, you guys get thought, also known as mental stressors. Obviously, we can go on and on for, with this for like four episodes, but it's time to move on to traumas, also known as physical stressors. Another big one that plays a huge role in our lives on a day-to-day basis. So this is ranging from minor traumas to major traumatic events. Let's go through some of these and let's start with the big macro traumas, car accidents, Slips and falls, or slips or falls, sometimes work-related, you know, someone falling off a ladder at a construction site, or someone walking on slippery ice outside and falling. Uh, There's sports injuries, like playing high-body contact sports like football, rugby, or hockey, or injuries that can happen in any sport, like tennis, basketball, snowboarding, rock climbing, etc. Now, there's also less impactful physical traumas. But these are the ones that we incur on a daily basis. And so over time, they could actually be even worse on your body than those big major ones that we just talked about. So the big one is phones. And yes, you might even be listening to this podcast on your phone right now. Maybe you're driving to work. Maybe you're sitting at your desk and trying to pass the time. So you might be incurring these stressors as I tell you this. But text neck is a huge thing. And the reason for that, and again, this is where my chiropractic training and experience comes into play, but we look at the cervical curve when we take x-rays on patients and you want there to be a nice C-shaped curve. But when you look down, you start to get rid of that C-shaped curve. And the problem with that is, is that when you lose the curve, your head starts to weigh a lot more on your neck, which then translates onto the rest of your body. And the other thing that happens is your spinal cord gets stretched out. And so now you're having an issue with the brainstem, which sits at the very top of your spine where your C1 is located. 
So cervical curve is a big thing. And looking down at phones, computers, tablets is a big, big thing that's destroying the curves and affects people's nervous systems. Um, desk workers. We talk a lot about posture and ergonomic setup as well. And this leads into the next point of sitting too much. We are not made to be immobile for hours on end. So just like I talked about that curve in your neck, you should have the same exact curve in your lumbar spine. It should be a nice C-shaped curve. When you're standing or laying down, you maintain that curve. When you sit down, it flattens out and starts to put a lot of pressure on the spinal cord down there, as well as the discs that are located in between the vertebrae. Another one is exercise. Of course, exercise is amazing for you, but a big part of exercise is you are literally breaking down muscle tissue, right? And, and, and if you're not using proper form and you already have some kind of structural damage in your spine, it'll of course only make things worse. And then finally, we have sleep. We spend a lot of time sleeping, right? According to the National Institutes of Health, the average adult sleeps less than seven hours per night. Now, that's not great, right? Because for many people, they need eight, nine, for some people, I know it's six hours of sleep. But even so, that's a lot of hours to spend if you're not doing it properly. And once you get enough of these physical traumas throughout the days, that leads to many to reach for medications because you're in pain or because you can't sleep good. And so now you're taking pills, right? And there is a time and place for everything. There's a time and place for medication, time and place for surgery, but... Medication leads us into our last T, and that is known as toxins, also known as chemicals. So some of the common toxins that most of us, most of us, encounter on a daily basis are medications, right? Over-the-counter, prescription. Alcohol is a big one. It's a big part of our society. Uh, it's a big part of people trying to numb themselves if they're not happy with their lives. Uh, same goes for drugs, right? Again, talking about recreation drugs. There's also pollution outside, which is a big chemical. I mean, we're surrounded by it. You can't really get away from it. And then of course, the foods that we eat. A lot of processed foods have a lot of different chemicals. So it's important to read labels to make sure that we know what we're putting into our bodies. And by the way, you know, even with foods, a lot of people think they're having a great diet, just because they're told, hey, broccoli, for example, is good for you, right? But it's important to know how your body, how your body and your blood type breaks down these actual foods. Because while broccoli is universally considered to be good, if you're lacking the specific enzymes to break down that broccoli, it's going to become an issue for your body. So one of the ways to do that is to do specific foods sensitivity tests to make sure that the foods that you're eating are right for you. Now that we've gone through the major thoughts, traumas, and toxins, how can we eliminate them as much as possible, right? Because it's it's easier said than done, but it can be pretty difficult to do. Because once they do affect us, how do we move on from them and not allow them to affect our bodies and nervous systems, right? So that's the two things is how do you eliminate them? And then once they inevitably, inevitably, excuse me, affect your body, how do you get rid of it, right? Because again, we talked about this in a previous episode, but when you're being chased by a tiger, as a caveman back in the days, right? Because we all used to be cavemen and you're running away. Well, you're releasing all the different hormones and you're getting circulation and you're, you're literally getting rid of all that stress in your body because you're running it out, right? You go into a fight or flight stage. Well, nowadays, for the most part, we're safe, right? You can go outside. You don't have to be worried about dying. 
right? I mean, well, of course you still can, but you don't have to be worried about dying every single time you step outside like we did as cavemen. So the thing is, is that you still have the same response, the same physiological fight or flight response that happens when you have someone that's calling you and you really don't want to talk to them and, and now you're all stressed, but then you just sit there, right? You sit there at work or you sit next to a coworker that you dislike and you have to deal with their crap all day long, right? And you just sit there and you build it up and you fester in it and you don't release it, right? So here are some of the most common ways to get rid of that stress, right? Number one, of course, huge one, you know, exercising and movement, right? Because again, as I mentioned, movement is how you release, you release that stress. And it doesn't have to be a traditional gym workout. If you don't like that, there's so many different varieties of workouts. There's, of course, the gyms, there's different types of gyms, like CrossFits, there's yoga studios. Uh, there's just so many different types of workouts, martial arts. I mean, you could go on and on with this list. Chiropractic. Chiropractic's amazing because we're checking the spine and the nervous system and clearing the nervous system by doing specific adjustments. Massage is incredible for releasing toxins. And, and I mean like a deep tissue massage, right? Acupuncture is great as well. Meditation, something that you could do on a daily basis. You could do it for two minutes. You could do it for five minutes. You could do it for an hour. It's something that you have to build up just like the muscle memory of the gym. You have to build up that muscle memory for meditation to be able to meditate on a day-to-day -day basis and get good at it. Sensory deprivation tanks, also known as float tanks. These are amazing because you're getting rid of gravity while you're laying in there. You also typically will have earplugs and it's typically going to be in a dark space. Uh, a lot of people can feel like they're going to be claustrophobic, but I myself do get claustrophobic. And anytime I do a sensory deprivation tank, I don't ever feel that. But you also have the option of keeping the lid open because when you do get in the tank, you typically will close the lid, but you can keep that open as well. Sports and hobbies are incredible. I was actually just discussing this with some patients today. Uh, you know, I, I personally play ice hockey. And when I'm playing ice hockey, I'm not thinking about anything else. I don't have my phone on me. I'm not thinking about the bills I have to pay or the food that I have to make or anything else that stressed me out during the day. I'm just focused on being present. So sports and hobbies are incredible at getting you present into, into that exact moment. And that's where you want to be, right? That's that's kind of what, what the purpose of meditation is, is too, is, is you're focusing on your breathing. You're focusing on just being, right? Hiking in nature is great, of course. Anytime you get out in nature, it'll, again, get you present. If you're doing a difficult hike, that is a workout, and you're having to sometimes look down to make sure you're not falling and tripping. Uh, but then also your presence in the moment and you can really observe all the cool things of nature. Uh, music is awesome. You know, a lot of people love to dance to music or scream at the top of their lungs. And an easy one to do too is just go outside, be present with nature, get some sunshine and absorb that vitamin D. It's also great for your immune system. So other ways to avoid these stressors altogether is just limit your phone use. Right now, most of us have the the time that'll come up, I think for me, it's on Sundays. It tells you you averaged, you know, four hours and 13 minutes a day last week. That was up by 2%. It was down by 15%, right? So my, I always play this game of trying to see how much I can reduce the time that I spend on my phone on a week-to-week -week basis. Uh, you can block out your day and not allow yourself <clears throat> to use the phone before a certain time of day. I know someone recently mentioned that they chose, you know, 12 p.m. And that's when they can go on social media, right? So 
Another one is drink less alcohol. Alcohol is a big stressor for the body. All right, so try and reduce your amount of alcohol that you consume as well as over-the-counter drugs, prescription drugs, and recreational drugs. Another one is staying objective when approaching a confrontational situation. I myself hate, hate, hate confrontation, you guys. I hate it so much. So when you come into a what might be a confrontational situation, approach it with the mindset of, hey, we're just laying out some facts here and we're just discussing these facts and that's it, right? So when you take the emotion out of it, it, it makes it a lot less stressful. It works for me really well. Move your body often throughout the day, right? Especially after a stressful situation. So say again, someone at work stresses you out. If you can, just get up for five minutes, go for a walk, do some push-ups if you can, just do something that's going to get your heart rate and you're going to feel much better once you do that. And if you have a desk job, invest in a stand-up desk if you can and set timers on your phone to remind you to move, right? Whether it's every 15 minutes, every 30 minutes, even just for a minute. And your alarm goes off, says, hey, move. So you, you get up for 30 seconds, you do an air squat, or you just do a few jumping jacks, or you pull, put on your favorite song if you can, if you work from home, and just you know belt it out at, at the top of your lungs. So daily assignment for you for this week. Choose one daily stressor from each of the three T's, thoughts, traumas, and toxins, and from which one each each category make a daily improvement in it. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Again, you guys, it could be a small thing of like just, you know, making yourself get up for a few minutes every 30 minutes. And then share it in the comments below so that you're held accountable for it. And I'm really excited to hear the feedback of how it changes your life after just a few days of doing it. All right, you guys, that's all I got for today's episode. If you enjoyed this content and got something out of it, please share this with someone that you think will benefit from this as well, because most people truly can. I myself like to choose these topics because it's something that I like to apply for my life as well. And remember this, you're one step closer today than you were yesterday. So keep it up. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And let's keep leveling up together.